Do you want to maybe just do that introduction again, Steph? <laughs> oh, no. I would love to. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should do all the show twice. <laughs> Welcome to Movies for Lunch, where three co-workers sit in a car, a truck, this week a car, at lunch, talk about movies, or whatever we want. Ah, oh, that was so good, Steph. Thank you so much. Um, that's right, we're here just in a car this time. We're usually in a truck. I don't think people actually know that. I would be surprised if it will affect the quality <laughs> of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> It might actually help. I feel like the AC is kind of a lower hum today. I feel like we're a little tighter together. Oh, there it is. Oh, Thanks. yeah. Thank you. Feel that now? I do. That's sure you don't want to change places? Cause... That's great. Three is to two, one, one or two. Okay. Either, yeah. The biggest news of the past week, Disney Plus is arrived. It's launched. That was a rocket. Yes. It already has over 10 million subscribers. Wow. I don't know How if that, does that compare? I don't know if that's like actual accounts or because if that's if that's the case, that's more than 10 million because there's probably a lot of accounts that have multiple people with different yeah. profiles. I don't know how that I don't know how that compares actually. It's too bad we can't look it's that up. Netflix. I know. Wow. I only I did a I looked up that in, that piece of information and I and did not else. look up any <laughs> I did not anticipate any pushback. No oh, further questions. <laughs> uh, we all have it, right? Yes. Or at least access to it. Uh-huh. What Steph? Uh, I have access to it. Okay. What do you think of the the big launch? Are we happy with it? You mean like what are you saying? When you're looking through I'll the answer platform, the question. Okay. Well, I haven't actually looked through the platform. You haven't perused Somebody's Disney already, Plus. Yeah, I don't have that much access to it. So, uh, I'm pretty happy with it overall. I think there's a lot yeah. of stuff on there that I didn't think would be, like gargoyles. Oh yeah. Um, my wife's really excited about like Ducktales and uh, Chippendales adventures. Yeah, my wife's already been watching some Even Stevens. Oh yeah, even Steven. Yeah, I forgot about that. And uh, all of the Fox Marvel TV shows, the cartoons from the '90s are on there. Yep. All of them. Um, even the ones that suck. <laughs> even the bad ones. Um, I watched some Simpsons, a Simpsons episode last night, and it was great. How was the aspect ratio? Have you seen people complaining yes, about that? Yes, and there definitely is a problem. I really? mean, it's not a problem, but it's. I wonder if I would have noticed it if. Um, no one had said anything. I think I would have though. Like it's kind of obvious. What is the issue? Is it that it's is it that it's not the the aspect ratio that it was filmed in at the time? Yes. So filmed in, created. It's a cartoon. <laughs> so I think, what's typical aspect ratio? Like sixteen by nine. Yeah, for TV in the nineties. No, like now, like how they want it to fit, like for HD. Oh yes. And so, it was filmed. So they're trying to make four by three fit into like 16 by 9 yeah basically stretching a square into a rectangle yes and it distorts um, the image so what they've Are you done following this stuff following this okay so what they've done is they've cut off the top and the bottom oh a little bit oh yeah they've kind of like zoomed in a little bit 
Does it ruin sight gags? That's what yes. people were saying. Uh-huh. It really? Does, some of them. Not all of them. Why don't they just present it? Like how it was? That's, I think they yeah, might. Yeah, they put little... This is what, what the episode... When they, when they have family guy on Netflix, that's what they do. Yeah. Because they eventually upgraded, and Simpsons did too, to a different aspect ratio as the show went on. But right. those first episodes are just presented in... What is it, 4 by 3 Yeah, I think so. Oh, I think sucks. they will. I think they... I'm hoping, because, like, how hard is that to not just be hard. like, well, we're just going to have little black bars on the side. It's not a big deal. Yeah. People, I'm sure, if you're watching, if you go in to watch a Simpsons episode from 1992, I think you'll be fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Does it get real bugged that it's not, like, HD or full screen or whatever it's supposed to be? But, so we did that. Um, I haven't noticed any bugs with it. No, it hasn't lagged for me either. My watch list was kind of wonky the night. So at midnight that it released, I was still up, and I just wanted to check it out. And my watch list was being weird, but it hasn't been weird since. No, it's been pretty good, pretty easy. Like, it's, I mean, it's most similar. The interface is most similar to Netflix, I'd say. Yeah, especially with the way the suggestions that... Uh Uh-huh. And how the titles are, like, lined up for you. Yep, side-scrolling. But... Uh, so far, it's good. There have been rumors that um, content will expire. Yeah. Do you think that it will? Absolutely. I mean, that's like their MO, right, for Disney? is Back to, in like, the vault? Yeah, put stuff in the vault, take stuff out of the vault. So do we need to all prioritize the all the like classic cartoons from the 40s to the 90s? Um, <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what they would put away and how they would do it. There's not a lot of content yet. Even for all the stuff they have on there, comparatively to other streaming services. Yeah. It does feel kind of narrow. They don't have a lot of original stuff either. Yeah. I'm sure this will all change in the coming years. Right. Yeah, we'll see. I don't... I hope they... I wonder if there'll be, like, those articles like they have for Netflix where it's like, this is what's leaving, and this is what's coming to Netflix this month. Which is, like, crazy. It's like an entire industry built on that. But... I love those articles. People love them. They're... I wish you. I wish I knew earlier in the month because they usually don't get a heads up necessarily right. until like the last yeah, week of the so. month. Oh yeah, Negra oh. took me by surprise. I had four days to finish Steph's, three seasons. Steph's crisis. The greatest defense of Steph's life. <laughs> the <laughs> grand Netflix emergency of 2019. Laguna Negra, taken too young. Smooth, wasn't it? That was good. Time will tell. Uh, listeners, no one had any idea, but Steph just sneezed very quietly. The quietest sneeze. Yeah, if I hadn't have needed some recognition, we could have just moved on without any thoughts. Okay, well. I have another piece of Disney Plus news oh, before we yes. get to the main please, topic. Please continue. Okay. Something that I happened to stumble on, coincidentally, that so many other users have since talked about so then with the night of when i was looking through to see kind of how it worked i was very curious what version of the star wars trilogy was playing because as people around me at work know because i can't stop talking about it <laughs> there are many different versions that have been tinkered with over time officially i would say four alternate versions from the theatrical versions you know wesley um 
will slack me every time somebody baits you into a conversation about oh, this. I can't help it. <laughs> you can't help yourself. The record must be set straight. It drives <laughs> me crazy. doesn't matter if it's first thing in the morning. doesn't matter no. what time of day. My blood will always boil no matter how I'm feeling. If I'm sick, if I'm tired, I will always I will always step up to the plate. Yeah, as soon as somebody says, oh, well, actually, Greedo shot first. It's just triggered. <laughs> I mean, technically, one version he did. Continue with you. All right. So I was curious to see what version. These are actually technically a new version before George Lucas. This has been confirmed. Before George Lucas sold uh, Lucasfilm and all the Star Wars movies in 2012 to Disney, he did do a final upgrade for 4K that were actually never released. And the, But these are the released versions of that. So what happens is there's a scene in the first Star Wars, and I watched this and realized this is weird. This is even more different than I've ever seen. There's a scene in the first Star Wars where Han Solo is has at gunpoint in a bar by a alien named Greedo, and he secretly pulls out his gun under the table and shoots Greedo dead. That's what happens in the original. In all the changes since, they've made it so they shoot at the same time. Greedo shoots first. It started this like movement called Han shot first. Have you ever heard of that, Steph? In no. all of your internet wanderings? Your deep Star Wars fandom, you've never... Never come across that. Fans are very upset that they just leave it as Han shooting first. You don't need to have any anyway. Let me ask you this. Is there any change that George Lucas made that Star Wars fans are like, "Hmm, good? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Because most of the ones that I've noticed are like, why would you do that? No, there there are a couple I think are good. They they replaced a lot of the X-Wings at the end of... A New Hope during the trench run and they look very good. Okay. Um, I think one of the best changes they made was to the end of Return of the Jedi. They swapped out the Ewok song, which I like the Ewok song, but they, they changed it for like a different ending song and you have like the heroes celebrating on Endor but then it does shots to other planets celebrating the end of the Empire and it makes it seem a lot more like bigger scale oh, than okay. just our six heroes hanging out with like teddy bears and being like, we did it, we killed the evil empire hmm. and it makes it feel more like grand and operatic and I think that is actually a very good change okay the music is very good too the Ewoks blink they they added in blinks oh okay <laughs> Return of the Jedi. <laughs> they also removed Sebastian Shaw who is the actor playing Anakin Skywalker in the Darth Vader helmet at the end of Return of the Jedi they removed his eyebrows when Luke pulls off the Darth Vader mask oh to make him look more burnt so those would have been burnt off uh, that is very, very, very critical change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no stone unturned. I want to show you. I actually want to show you this clip because what people have been latching onto about the updated Greedo change is that right, uh, right before they shoot at each other, there's an additional shot of Greedo and him saying a word in a different language, oh. and it's very weird. I'll, I'll show you this first. For my dead body. <laughs> So that was the McConkey? Yes. Have you seen something about McConkey? No. no. So people have really been latching onto that on Twitter and, and added they've they've re-edited other famous death scenes in movies. So it sounds like someone yells out McClunky before they die. <laughs> One of my favorites is they've taken like the image of the Orson Welles' lips when he says Rosebud and Citizen Kane and just replaced it with McClunky. 
Uh, people have really, really latched onto that. Oh, people are so clever. It is really it weird. It doesn't take much for Star Wars to take off. I would say it. It is. I. It always entertains me of what what little thing the internet will just take a hold of and just run with run it in with so it. many directions. It's so entertaining. It is a weird change. I don't know why they added that. That scene of him saying McClunky is that's completely new. It's not even a scene. It's. A, well, and like I guess scene. this change had already been made, but. Um, like besides the, before this most recent version but his head like moves really like obviously out of the way that's, Harrison Ford yeah in a way that's like very computer generated they, and they clearly took him who was sitting there still and just moved they him got over. the lasso tool on freaking photoshop <laughs> yeah. and just like dragged him over would you believe me if I said that's probably the best version of that because the worst one is the change where just Greedo shot first, and it is horrendous how much he just <laughs> is obviously moved over artificially. It is it well, is weird. and the laser is like just looks like a red line, like just a bright red line that they just like you know just kind of put, just pasted in the yeah in the frame. And this is nitpicking, but Han Solo's blaster like blows him up and he falls over, but Greedo's just hits the wall and doesn't do any damage because it was never there in the first place. <sighs> it's wow. not it's not the most egregious change he's made, but it's it's definitely one that's kind of dumb. Yeah. What was the problem with Han shooting first? So I guess they had an issue with it because it showed that he was very ruthless that he just straight up murdered someone who was coming after him. Mm. And so by having Greedo shoot first, it made him seem like it was self-defense. Which, I, do, do you care personally, Steph? Has <laughs> that changed no. your opinion? Do you think he is less worthy of redemption <laughs> later on in the film? Well, it makes him need to be redeemed, oh, right? Uh, you would think so, from a storytelling like, standpoint. <laughs> okay. McClunky. McClunky. I, mean, I think it's just I think the whole thing is just really interesting that you have this like great visionary artist George Lucas and he's one of these guys that just can't stop tinkering with it yeah mm. four times now yeah you just can't like stop tweaking it and changing things and like redoing it and and I feel like a lot of people are this feeling in the same boat as me I wouldn't really care if he they were just also released like 4k like remasters of the theatrical version. Yeah. Then it's like if they all existed the same, it doesn't really matter. But I think that's what makes people the most mad, including me. But you can't get the there. 4K you have it. Version. No, yeah. I just want to see the original versions because, like, even just from a historical standpoint, those movies were like they made history. They, yeah. Those are Oscar-winning special effects that they've written over. Yeah. I know. There you go. It's terrible. That's my plea. Release right. it, Disney uh, listeners. Tweet in if you want. The train agreeing with you. Thank you, train. <laughs> Listener or listeners, uh, tweet in if you agree. Tweet at Disney to release the theatrical versions. Yep. They read all their tweets. It's noted Disney reads all the tweets that they get. They do. They have a big spreadsheet and they put with for or against. And that's as all we as, need. As soon as the four is. They'll do it. It's, a, it's all a numbers game. All right. All right. That let's was get lovely. down to it. Yeah, let's get down to the, the main uh, topic that the we want to talk about. The thing I've been about. waiting to talk about since it, Wednesday. It's true. The Mandalorian dropped. We've all watched the first episode. We have. Which we sure have. 
You know what's annoying is the second episode actually came out this morning. I know. What? So we're already obsolete. Dang it. <laughs> Before we Are you listen kidding me? <laughs> Listeners. I thought it was supposed to come out every Tuesday. I, know, I wonder if they'll be every Friday now. Oh. I don't so know. Just I mind. am confused. I don't know when the actual release schedule is. Man, well, I have to text my neighbors right now. So, sorry, listeners, we're a little behind, but we'll talk about our impressions and all of our predictions and foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. You can all just laugh and mock, uh, knowing how far off we are. Although I will say, say speaking it. of predictions and foreshadowing, I'm very much looking forward to the time when we recap our fall movie preview and we talk yes. about what movies we thought would be good and we thought would be bad. Because I'm doing pretty good right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's enough. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. It's the year's not over yet. Not Steph, could you give us a quick recap of what happens in the first episode? Uh, first episode of Mandalorian. You start in a bar with a bunch of guys drinking Star Wars you drinks. You should be a much quicker recap if you want, or okay. you can take as much time. Okay, cut that part out. Starts in a bar. <laughs> Feel free to take your the... time, but we definitely <laughs> impress upon you the limited no, time. Oh, you're... <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Take take whatever time, add whatever emphasis you need, depending on the significance of the scene. Continue. After the, the, the starting a bar, then they uh. She can't do it. <laughs> she can't do it. <laughs> you know it would be a good exercise. I get out of the bar. Well, do I tell the backstory? No. Of, like who the Mandalorian is? Nope. So, no. so I tell broad what strokes we know what just happened. From what just happened? Okay. So. The plot of the Mandalorian. <laughs> First episode. Uh, we meet a bounty hunter. He brings in his his bounty, his prey. <laughs> um, and he gets a uh, new. He's looking for work, basically, and it's pretty limited. There's not people willing to pay what he charges. Mm, yeah. He's some part of some kind of guild. Some kind of labor union yes. for bounty hunters. Yeah, bounty guild. Bounty guild. I don't know. I just made that up. Sorry. Could that be. sounds like it was sounds something right. like that. So the guy that's giving out the assignments is like, okay, well, I've got one assignment that meets your criteria, but I don't know if you're gonna like it, or I don't know exactly what he says. So he goes to this place, gets an assignment. They're paying him in actual good money stuff. Uh, <laughs> You're doing great. Um, I'm visualizing it as you're the, saying uh, it. The stuff that they're paying us must have something to do with the Mandalorian, like the race, the Mandalorian, because they say something about it coming back to them. When well, they melt it down and yeah. put it on his armor, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, he pays them in this block of metal that must have something to do with the race, Mandalorian. Maybe it comes from their home planet or something. Um, I don't know. I honestly kind of think it reminded me of sort of like Nazi gold because he said something about <clears throat> this should return to its people this oh. form of like something we've mel melted down into like a currency oh interesting yeah anyway hmm. okay well they pay him in Nazi gold he takes it to somebody gets this little armor thing on but then so he goes to okay so they can't give him all of the information to that he usually gets about the bounty they give him the last four digits, which is his age, which somehow is 50 and is four digits. So he 
has that, and then I think he has the planet. I don't know how much information. They give him some kind of little tracker thing so that he knows where to go, but he doesn't know exactly where to go. <laughs> These are all good. No, yeah, you're right. You're saying like this isn't important? Nope. It's... <laughs> I think it's important. <laughs> they are. These are important details. Okay, what happens when he gets to the planet? He gets to the planet. He meets this guy who has tells him that a lot of people have come looking for this bounty, mm-hmm. and they've all died. So the guy helps him, uh, kind of guides him to this bunker place where the person is being kept. The, the individual. It's not. The bounty. We don't know the if bounty. it's a person. The bounty is being kept. Uh, Right before he gets there, a bounty droid gets there and starts a... and ruins the element of surprise. They, uh... There's a gunfight. Sorry, I'm getting in the weeds, aren't I? You're almost there, just to bring us home. The, uh, the bounty droid and him make a little pact. They work together, and they find... They finally get into the bunker, find the bounty, and it turns out to be... What? A baby Yoda. Yeah, baby Yoda. And then the droid wants to kill him, and the Mandalorian says no, and he kills the droid. That's right. If you can kill a droid. Great recap, Steph. What details would you have left out? The fact that he (laughs) didn't know everything where to find it maybe all maybe some of those details i might have paid special attention to the guy who helps him find the camp where the baby yoda is is nick nolte voicing uh, an alien who they have to wrestle some big like sort of cows yeah do you remember that yeah, yeah. do you remember what, what was going through your brain sprouts. when that scene was happening they're wrestling cows i was like, I was like where is this going <laughs> i <laughs> Which weird. one are we talking about? The when they first catch the cows, or when he's learning how to ride them? When he's learning how all to ride them. That, yeah, that whole it. thing. All of those. I was, thought that sw- scene was very pretty. You know, he like gets up and the sun is setting behind him. It was. It is beautiful. But he also no, like true. looks really weird riding that thing because it's this weird like tadpole with leg looking. Like, does that monster. really save you time? I wonder. Yeah. Why does he just like fly his ship over there? Because that's oh, what element of surprise, Chris. Well, that's what surprise. Nick Nolte said. He was like. You need these to get there, and then we don't know why. Like we, that's never told, revealed to us. Is like why he needed that. No. Maybe it will be. Maybe Steph. Maybe. Our listeners know already. Maybe in episode two it was revealed. <laughs> we don't know. All right. Well, Jason, what was your overall impression of it? I thought it was a strong uh, start. There were some parts that I was kind of like, "This is fine, but not great." But I think overall it was really good. It was very intriguing. I'm. I'm obviously will watch all of it. I think it's. I really liked how they incorporated a lot of the like very iconic Star Wars technology and like little things like that in the background and all throughout. It was really fun. Like when the eyeball comes out. Yeah, like yeah. There's a lot of really fun stuff like that, like little fun Easter eggs that didn't detract from anything, but just kind of added to this world feels very lived in, which is something I really like about the best of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, yeah, Steph. Um, I liked it a lot. I spent the whole time figuring out, trying to figure out what time frame it was placed in. I don't know if they told us that. I just don't know if they... Well, they didn't. Well, That's why the reveal was so big. Werner Herzog does say the Empire's gone. Yeah. And it had been announced 
not in the movie, not in the show, so I don't, I don't begrudge you this. But it is supposed to be five years after Return of the Jedi. Oh, really? Oh, wait, what? Yeah. I thought it was like a crazy prequel. No. How is that the baby Yoda then? Well, he's not actually Yoda. Well, it's a, I guess. It's, I'm, it's a species oh. of Yoda. Oh. Because that's what, at the end, I was like, okay, I finally know where this is placed, because if this is Yoda, it's a pre-prequel. That's what I thought, too. It couldn't have been, because they were stormtroopers. But maybe they've, and like, Verner, always been yeah, there. Yeah, maybe that's a... As stormtroopers? And Werner Herzog says the Empire has just fallen, so that's why those Empire Imperial credits don't aren't good anymore. Right, and I was tracking yeah, that, did. but then I was like, oh, well, that's maybe a baby an old Yoda. Well, and John Favreau, the creator, has said it's five years after Return of the Jedi. Well, I that guess part that should I didn't be... know. Right, right. Well, but no, I do understand how that it probably did seem like. Oh, wow, this is this is Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I almost might have enjoyed that more if that was the case. It'd be really interesting. Well, I was like confused the whole. T- well, not confused. I was just like trying to place it the whole time, and I did notice the credits thing, but I I just thought it might have been another Empire, you know. Multiple, the the first dynasty, it is the you know? empire. Well, I mean, which the the empire falls and gets itself back together, right? That's true. Empires rise and fall all the yeah, time, stuff. That's what I'm saying. But yes, this it is set be. five years after Return of the Jedi. Okay, well. So do you well, guys do you guys not like it now? <laughs> no, no, I do I like d- it. I, just I think that changes a lot, though. Yeah, do you think he'll show up in Episode Nine? This little Yoda dude. I don't know because. They also were teasing that a big spoiler for the impact of the Star Wars universe happened in this first episode. Do you remember seeing stuff like that like in the last week? I saw headlines like, Mandalorian just dropped in Star Wars will never be the same. Stuff like that. Yeah. So, hmm. Which, if you didn't know when this was set, and that was actually Baby Yoda, then you would be like, wow, that is pretty crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if any of the. I don't think any of these characters will show up because the season itself won't be actually finished by the time episode nine comes out. I will say that I liked it, and it's definitely like intriguing enough for me to watch another episode. I did think there were. It had like problems though, like you mentioned. Like there were some scenes that were just like really random. Yeah. And I think the fact that he doesn't ever, he didn't ever take his helmet off, hurt it. You think so? Yeah, because it's like, I don't know. I. Feel like being able to connect a little bit with your main character, you need to be able to like see them and them not be like a robot. I bet they will at some point. I'm sure they will. Why would you get Peter Pascal if you're not gonna like take off his helmet at some point? Exactly. But um, that that was just one thing that like a little nitpicky thing that kind of took me out of it a okay. little bit. And then also I did feel like there were scenes that were like, what is the point of this? And um, I don't know if you've seen a lot of other John Favreau stuff, but like Chef, and yeah. um, was it Swingers or what? Was Swingers it? is his. So it, it reminded me of those two movies in that it had like, in the middle, it kind of dragged in some scenes. Kind of like something meandering that didn't really yeah wasn't taking you anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it ever meandered. And the only uh, part I did was when he was trying to wrestle the big hogs. Yeah. That's where I was like, this is weird. But I kind of enjoyed it. I was like, this is weird. It's yeah. kind of fun that it's weird, and but it didn't go I for also very don't long. know where this is going. It didn't go for very long, so no, it was fine. It was like 35 minutes. No, and great. like that scene itself was oh. pretty pretty short. But 
Um, yeah, it's it fine. I jumped. I jumped in. I watched it on my laptop in bed. I jumped at two key moments. What were they? When the first one, when you you all are aware of my deep deep fear of dinosaurs. dinosaurs. So when he f- gets the first bounty and they're running onto the ship and it's over the ice and you can see something's coming. Oh. I had the laptop and I said, I know this is probably some kind of dinosaur looking thing and I'll be fine because I know that. <laughs> and then it comes right at you and the mouth opens up right at you. I pushed my laptop away. <laughs> really scared me. Oh. And then when the Mandalorian is looking through the, the goggles, I'm making goggle movements right now. Yes. And the big, the big weird cow thing. Yeah, cowfish thing popped up in front of it. Yeah. That really actually scared me. And it woke up Looks woke good. up my wife, my oh. reaction. Oh. She's she like, are you, okay? you? are you okay? No, she was asleep. I couldn't tell if she would like this. And I kind of don't think she would. Even though we have been going through the Star Wars movies. Yeah. I asked my wife if she wanted to watch it with me and she was like, You can watch it by yourself. <laughs> I think the Western elements of it I find very fun, but I kinda of don't think it's necessarily in my wife's wheelhouse. Right. We'll see. That sequence with the IG droid was great. It was really cool. It was cool. really fun. Yeah. Because I was, I was a little nervous. They've clearly given a lot of budget to these shows, but I've heard that it's more like they have a film's budget spread over a TV series. And so that does still spread it out a little bit. And so I was wondering if there were going to be any cracks with the effects. Like, oh, this looks kind of cheaply made. And I think for the most part it looked really good. I didn't. I was, I was pretty impressed with it. I felt bad for the guy on the speeder who got eaten. By the dinosaur. I did too. He's just doing his job. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Dinosaurs, they're, they're <laughs> ruthless. ruthless. Yeah, we should all be more we afraid of them. Take them out. Agreed. Mm. We have at least one listener who has offered up some questions they had. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot yeah. about this. Specifically about the Mandalorian. Okay. And we're. this is a, a new segment we're starting called... We respond to listeners who ask us questions, uh, in which we respond to listeners who ask us questions. Okay, first question. Yeah. Okay, these questions are coming from, she specifically asked me to mention her by name so she feels famous. No, no, we can't, that's a precedent, we can't start. We've already mentioned her name. We can give their first name, (laughs) but we don't want to, just for the privacy of our listeners. We don't want them to get harassed like we do. that's true. (laughs) <laughs> we want them to be able to walk down the street without... Well, Ashley... What's your last initial? B. Oh, Ashley, Ashley B. Ashley B, long-time listener. First-time question asker. <laughs> Ashley B asked... <laughs> uh, she's been told that she needs to watch Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens to understand this. I don't know who told her Force Awakens. Sorry, you can finish the question. Okay. Is that because it takes place between those two movies? That is correct, Ashley B. Apparently. Apparently, I thought it was a prequel prequel. I did too, but we were wrong. I don't think you need to see The Force Awakens. You definitely don't need to see either movie, actually. I would say you don't need to see either one. Because I was... I can't quite remember, like, The Mandalorian and... Who we what you know you, like there's a lot you've that never I didn't met remember. this character before, and you've never met any of these characters. Wait, but I mean we have met. Uh, what was the guy's name? 
none of these characters we've No, had. I mean Mandalorian. A man a man Oh yeah, Boba Fett is wearing Mandalorian armor. Boba Fett. But you don't really it doesn't really But he's matter. not a a Mandalorian? Technically no. We're really getting into so the weeds on this one. Yeah. <laughs> we've never met any Mandalorian. There are other Mandalorians, but it was from the Star Wars Clone Wars TV series. The, oh. the short answer is you don't need to have seen any other Star Wars. Although, I can see how it's helpful because you would know at least the mechanics of how the world is and that reveal of a baby Yoda. I mean, if you'd never seen a Star Wars. I'd imagine you'd know yeah. what a Yoda was, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt, fun. but it, it, you don't need to. It's more fun because, like, they have a lot of little... Easter, there's little Easter eggs and, like, fun yeah. fun callbacks and it's stuff. It's more but... fun for Star Wars plants. Okay, so it does take place between... Star Wars between... plants? Play... Plans. Plans. Fans. <laughs> Fans. We got it. <laughs> uh, does take place between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. It does. If so, what is the reasoning for the time period of the episodes? I I personally think it's just so they could operate in a time where there's sort of lawlessness. Because I think that's part of the appeal of the show is it's like the Old West. And, you know, it's, it's nature's law. There's like, yeah. there's... You kind of need it, I think, to operate without any kind of government structure, and that's kind of why. Other than that, I also don't want to mess with the new Star Wars. Yeah, it's like a time period that's no one's like worked in, so they kind of can do free reign. Yeah, it was an open time period. Yeah. Why not like a prequel to it all? Well, that's what I thought it was. Um, I same reason. Yeah. I I wonder if they have plans to do that though, which I think they should probably. But I think they will. Another reason why they probably wanted to tie it to the original trilogy era is that is when everyone's nostalgia is set for. So they can have a lot of a lot of the set dressing and designs yeah. can be directly tied to that so people have more nostalgia for this project. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's I think it's the same mentality they took into The Force Awakens mm-hmm. where they were like this is a new thing like we want to get people on our side basically. Cuz I think as we've talked about perspective is a big deal like perception you know so it's like oh disney made this or marvel made this so it's going to be good or like you give it more benefit of the doubt kind of thing and i think they're trying to get people on their side as they're kind of introducing this new project in kind of like a new medium as like a tv series and so they're going with a safe bet they need to draw in on that like this is familiar imagery yes you'll be very familiar this will be like going back and watching star wars as a kid right okay Next question, the little bounty droid thingy. Yeah. What even is that? It basically seems like a tracking device to me. Uh, I kind of feel like if you are the best tracker in the world, should you, you should never need one. That is an IG droid. The first time you see one is in The Empire Strikes Back. An IG-88 is the droid that's one of the bounty hunters that's trying to find the Millennium Falcon. And so from the show, it makes it sound like those are just a standard type of droid that is used to collect bounties. I think that's Taika Waititi's voice, too. It is. Uh Uh, is. That's fun. Uh, Yeah, I I mean, I didn't even know all that, but just from what the droid says, it sounded like... It's just a type of droid that's a bounty hunter. Yeah, somebody buys that droid and then sends it out to collect bounties. Yeah. And then if it... And they don't really have to risk anything besides losing their investment, I guess, if the droid gets blown up. You're entirely right, Steph. 
Uh, other questions from our listener? in other movies? Yes. Other Star Wars movies. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess Boba Fett's not technically a Mandalorian, but he's wearing Mandalorian armor, and so is Jango Fett. Is Jango Fett a Mandalorian? No. What? I know. Remember I got into an argument about with Matt Newman over this. He's technically not a Mandalorian, but he's wearing Mandalorian armor. Let me finish this. Very well. This question, because okay. I stopped it before I should have. Uh, she said, while I was able to follow the whole episode, I felt like I was missing background. Should I have... Uh, I would not have... Can we cut that part out? <laughs> Absolutely. It's always... <laughs> we always do. Dude, I've got to say something so you'll have to cut it out. Ashley Br Her name is Ashley Oh, no! <laughs> have to cut it out! Oh! For the safety oh, of our fans. You got around our censors. <laughs> I would have laughed if you just started cursing. <laughs> Maybe she did. Maybe I, I just did a lot of beeps. It sounds... I don't know what she was yelling, but it was very crude. <laughs> you should just beep out her last name. <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny, too. Uh, well, we know it starts with so... Yeah. Okay. We've got several... Your search can start there, listeners. Several curse words to work with there. Um... While I was able to follow the whole episode, I felt like I was missing background. Would I have been a little less lost if I had seen all the movies? I don't think so. I'm going to say that. I think you would have found the Easter eggs, but I don't think you would have... No, it seemed like it was vague on purpose. Yeah. I, I do think you you would only be less lost in that you would know what you weren't missing, if that makes sense. Yeah. If you'd seen the other Star Wars movies, you'd realize what you were watching was completely new and not based on... Yeah. You didn't... You, if you'd seen those, you would know you didn't need to have seen those, I guess. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that does make sense. Okay. Well, I imagine uh, with something like that's gotten this big, like Star Wars or the Marvel movies, I'm sure you watch them and if something doesn't make sense, you're probably your first thought is, is this something in another movie I didn't see yeah. that I'm supposed to know? And am I missing something? I wonder, though, how often that happens. Because I feel like they do a pretty good job of... Like, if there's something you need to know, they'll give you a quick, like, refresh. Yeah, someone yeah. In, someone in the movie will say something. Like, that information will be given you. Yeah. Or you can just assume it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's basically it. Is It either doesn't matter or they'll tell you what it is. I, I, even the Marvel, even, like, Endgame, which, you know, relied a lot. <laughs> Steph didn't see Infinity War, and you had a good time in Endgame, right? Yeah. Yeah. Any more questions from yes. Ashley B.? Ashley B said do we think the main guy do we think the main guy is Pedro is that his name will he ever taste his mask off we've already discussed this yes and yes um this this kind of shows why you need to know Star Wars her next question is uh was he freezing people into place are they dead uh do what did they do with the bounties they already found will I find this out later I don't know if they'll go into the freezing thing because that's spelled out in some of the other movies. Well, that's what I was saying. Like They are being frozen. Um, you freeze them like that, and then you can transport them around. They're not dead. They should be quite safe if they survive the freezing process, that is. <laughs> that's a direct line from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, again, like, sure, it would have been nice to know, but... The plot doesn't, yeah. like, depend on you knowing what that is. No. 
Uh, Any other questions from our our biggest fan? Is Baby Yoda actually Yoda, or is it a whole new character? It's a whole new character. Looks like a whole new character, a which is very character. exciting. Because also the Yoda species is famously like vague, like no one really knows even what the species is called. There's really only two Yoda's characters you've ever seen in any of the movies or any of the properties. It's Yoda, and then there's like a background female Yoda in the Jedi Council in The Phantom Menace <laughs> named Yaddle. <laughs> That's it for Ashley B. That's all from Ashley B. Ashley B, thank you so much. Oh, wow. Thanks, Ashley. We hope that answered all your questions. Be sure to uh, email or, or tweet at us any further questions you may have. Or just text me directly. Yeah. If you don't, I'll text you. Chris is putting his seatbelt back on. <laughs> I think it's... I think with that, we will call it an episode. A very I, Star Wars-centric episode. As today. we drive back to um, our work, I do want to ask Steph a question. Steph, could you just give us a really brief review of what you thought of V for Vendetta? Oh, it was great. Did you like it a lot? It was great. I also saw Fight Club. Did we talk about that last episode? No, we haven't. We just talked about it in person. Oh, yeah. I hated it. You hated Fight Club. I hated it. Uh I recognized it was a very good movie that I hated. You knew the twist, though, going into it. I did know the twist, but I also just was so sick of people fighting each other. (laughs) If you don't like people fighting... You wouldn't join that club. Don't watch Yeah. Are you going to watch V for Vendetta every November 5th now? I mean, I could. I feel like I could. There's very few shows that I could watch. I mean, not every, but maybe next November 5th. Sure. I actually wondered if that would be a fun topic for us to talk about. Um, the most overrated movies. Because I feel like... Was well, some... Vendetta overrated? No, some people argue that like Fight Club is supposed to be a very like impactful, like mind-blowing movie, and if they hold up or if they're overrated. Ashley, mm-hmm. do you th- would you be interested in hearing <laughs> us talk about that, or do you not care? Tweet at us. Let us know. Tweet... Or, more accurately, text Steph. <laughs> yeah. If you really want an answer, text Steph. All right, everyone. Uh, see y'all later. Everyone say bye. 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 McClunky. So, I just wanted to say, I wanted to apologize to our listeners. Can we um, please switch places? No. Steph. <laughs> Steph, you're in great. <laughs> you're the star of the show. Um, for our hiatus, October is a busy month. I know Steph's roommate has been waiting anxiously for this next episode. Just know that we're thinking about you. <laughs> we know that you're waiting. And we're working very hard on our end to make sure that we deliver a good product for you. Get you the good con- good movie content that you crave. You and the other listener in the Pacific Islands. (laughs) Ivory Coast. (laughs) Ivory Coast.